I believe when we simplify everything, right? Every problem in a business is a problem with the business owner. At the end of the day, you can trace it back to the founder, the business owner, the entrepreneur. If I can simplify everything through systems, through strategy, and through mindset, your business can grow immensely powerfully without the stress, without the fear, without the worry. Most entrepreneurs end up having a job in their own business because of you know the three ghosts that we carry, uh, fear, worry, and doubt. Welcome. You are listening to the Hero of the Hour podcast, the show dedicated to empowering you to take financial freedom into your own hands. Through expert interviews with decades of experience, this show will give you not only the tactical strategies of what's working in business, but the appropriate mindsets to master your financial future and build generational wealth. Heroes and entrepreneurs operate with a similar anything is possible mentality, and that is exactly what our show is about. Your host is none other than Mark B. Murphy, CEO of Northeast Private Client Group and best-selling author of three books, all dedicated to helping others plan for generational wealth. He and his team are on a mission to share their knowledge and techniques so that others can enjoy a life of financial security and freedom. Get ready to be inspired to create the life of your dreams. Let's go. Today, Mark is joined by Dave Moreno, a serial entrepreneur, former corporate executive, author, podcast host, professional speaker, business coach, and the visionary founder of Next Level Academy. Dave takes us on a compelling journey through his entrepreneurial evolution, likening entrepreneurship to an exclusive nightclub where the answers to success await those committed to the journey. His transformation from corporate life to a health and business coach embodies the essence of being a badass entrepreneur built on the philosophy of consistent follow through, a cornerstone of his coaching ethos. In this conversation, Mark and Dave unravel the tapestry of entrepreneurial life, delving into the multifaceted aspects of business, health, wealth, and relationships. Dave's emphasis on balance between personal fulfillment and professional success shines through his innovative adventure plan designed to infuse regular doses of fun and adventure into the lives of entrepreneurs. Dave's approach to simplifying entrepreneurial challenges by focusing on impactful changes and overcoming decision-making paralysis through coaching forms the crux of this intriguing discussion. His unique business model at Next Level Academy, offering lifetime access and personalized coaching, seeks to create a community of thriving entrepreneurs across diverse professions. Beyond mere financial success, Dave's vision transcends generations aiming to build lasting wealth through smart investments and financial discipline. His goal is to make an indelible impact by adding unparalleled value to his clients' lives. Aligning with his belief that true success encompasses both financial prosperity and enduring happiness. Join Mark and Dave as they navigate the fascinating world of entrepreneurship, unlocking invaluable insights and strategies for success that extend far beyond the realm of business. Hello, welcome everybody to another edition of the Hero of the Hour podcast. I'm Mark Murphy, the founder and CEO of Northeast Private Client Group, and I'm here with another CEO as well, Dave Moreno, the founder and creator of Next Level Academy. Uh, Dave, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much, Mark. Happy to be here. 
So, by, by the way, you got to start with, uh, you know, one of my favorite words in the entire English language is badass. Yes. <laughs> uh, and you have uh, co-opted that in all of your branding and all of your work and all the stuff you're doing. So what, what inspired you to become a, a, a badass? You know what? It, it, it's funny. I, uh, a long time ago, you know, the, the word badass meant one thing to me and I started working with my clients and I never used the word, never used the name myself. But what I did was I just started being me. And as I started to be me, my clients started to say to me, you're such a badass. You're such a badass. And I thought, <laughs> what makes you, I finally asked my clients one day, what makes you say that? And they said two things to me. You always follow up on everything you tell us to do. And you always follow through on what you say you're going to do. And I said, you know what? That's the best definition of a badass I ever heard. And I agree with you. I don't think I'm some rough, hard guy who will, you know, jump off a cliff. But I am a guy who will follow up and follow through. And I believe that's core to success. So from that day on, I became the badass business coach to my clients and to everyone who knows me. You know, the the you know, the, the thing people, you know, there's so many folks that do are in so many fields. There's so many financial advisors, so many lawyers, there's so many coaches out there. I, as I've gotten to know you, I believe you've got a different value proposition. You do things a little bit differently than other folks. Yeah. Tell people what that is. Well, the first thing is, you know, what it really breaks down to is how I run my business. And my business is measured on success. But I define success a little bit differently. I've always liked to do things differently. I've always liked to disrupt. I think disruption is one of the core principles we need as human beings. If we do too much of the same thing, we get really bored. So I like to disrupt. One of the disruptive tactics I came up with was in my business, my team, everyone who works with me, my clients know we measure success every year by our clients' growth and success, not by our own. And so we believe this core value that if our clients grow, if our clients are making more money every year, number one, the easiest decision in the world is to pay me more money. So every year when they want to renew and they want to keep working with me, it's a really simple decision because they've made more money. Number two, I don't get caught up in the own emotion of my business. I get to partner and focus on all my clients' businesses. And so for me, I truly feel like a partner with them in helping them grow their business and helping them run their business as we work together. And financially, their only um, tie to me is to pay me as an employee every year to come in and help them with their mindset and their strategy and grow their business. So for me, the way we structured everything, clients' growth being our measure of success, I think is what's made us different all these years. I think that's, first of all, I think that is incredibly powerful. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's almost like I was uh, on a panel not too long ago where all the speakers were talking about how to get referrals and how to get introductions. Yeah. And I was trying to talk about how to get, get how to give introductions and how to give referrals. And I think it's the same thing. You know, it's it's amazing how people measure success. And I think that you know that that obviously, if you can help your clients grow, the traditional type of success takes care of itself. Yeah, um, absolutely. You do a distinction between one-on-one -on -one coaching and Next Level Academy. Yes. Uh, tell our viewers a little bit about that. Sure. So my one-on-one -on -one coaching, you know, as as you start to grow in the coaching industry, everyone's advice is always. Drop your one-on-one. -on -one. You know, I got to seven figures with my one-on-one -on -one business and we were doing tremendously well. And the advice from every mentor and every person ahead of me that I got was drop your one-on-one -on -one business and move into the groups. Groups is how you scale. You can make a bigger impact. You can reach more people. And I made a decision to do that. And within 24 hours of that decision, I backed up and I said, I don't feel great. What I love is I love the one-on-one -on -one connection. There has to be some way to sustainably have that intimate one-on-one -on -one deep dive with a client that I really value the relationship of and then have a group where you make big impact. And so we developed a one-on-one -on -one core business, which I still work in every single day. 
I work with all of my clients throughout the year. They coach with me one-on-one. I help them in the strategy. I dive deep into their health, wealth, relationships, and business, all four categories that you need to be successful. And then the Next Level Academy, this is where people can come in. We made it super easy. You pay one-time fee. You get lifetime access to this thing. You get a call with me every week in a group format where I do a little bit of teaching about a concept. Um, and then I open it up for any questions, any coaching that anyone has. And that's where I say I can ha- I can impact you at about a 40,000 foot view inside the academy, give you some advice. You can hear what other people are hearing and you can do some courses and some webinars and some other things I developed in the academy. But the highest level to work with me is my one on one. So I found a way to now do both and still grow the business, which I absolutely love. And that's kind of my vision over the next few years is to find a way to sustainably still keep both going because I truly value the one-on-one. It's more about for me than it is for my clients. I love that intimate relationship it gives me. I mean, you can see having, having uh, I've always believed you should always have a coach. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, if, if the highest, best performing athletes in the world have a coach, if uh, Fortune 500 CEOs, almost everyone I know has a coach, everybody I think should benefit from having a coach. And I think that it's great you have multiple points of entry yeah. because yeah. there is so, clearly you can get quite a benefit from a one-on-one, but also when you get the group, you also get the benefit of the learning of other entrepreneurs as well. Yeah. And so I think it's, a, I think it's an, a, a great mix and an amazing mix. You know, uh, we talked a little bit about this uh, in our last conversation, but I just want to know a little bit, you talked about the turning points in your life. Everybody's got a turning point in their life. When you realize you were, you were stuck in uh and needed help. Yeah, I've, I've been, I, I, I like to say I'm a professional turner. <laughs> I've, I've had a few turning points in my life. But I think the biggest one was, you know, I've been an entrepreneur since since coming out of high school. I started college and I had a business opportunity partner in and I ended up leaving college to go into that opportunity. It was the best thing I ever did because we grew that business, we sold it. And that was the first time I learned how to grow and sell a business. Um, I did that four times over after that. And I think the biggest realization ha- I had was I would start a business, I would grow it successfully, we would sell it. And because I was a young guy, I was the guy who was really hands-on in the marketing and the sales and had all the relationships. Relationships was always my game. The new owners always wanted me to stay on. And so I would stay on. I would sign a contract to stay on as part of the sale. And what I realized after every sale, it took me shorter and shorter every time. The first time I stayed on for three years, the second time, two years, the third time, one year. And what I realized was I really don't like working for other people. And so... But that's a huge realization in the way of, and a very scary one in the way of, I built myself on building a business and then working for someone else. And you get kind of comfortable in having the job. And then when you have a business, you cannot get comfortable having a job as a business. You have to, you have to realize this is not a job. This is a, 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 you're in charge of everything to make money. And so the turning point for me was when I really went into the coaching world. I owned a gym. Uh, you know, I was, well, let's back up just before that. I was working corporate. I was 350 pounds. I was, you know, 28 years old and uh, and probably not going to live for more than 10 more years the way that I was going with my health. Um, I was depressed. I was having, you know, I was passing out from stress. And so I decided to make a change. I was at a medical conference and I met the winner of The Biggest Loser that year. And he gave me some advice. And that advice was just, small changes, small, simple changes, simplify your routines. So I simplified everything, just a little diet change, a little exercise change. I lost 120 pounds and ran a triathlon within a year. During that time, I opened a gym. I started helping other people do the same. That business started to take off and I was healthy and I wanted to help everyone else. And then I got into coaching and I realized my clients don't want me to count their push-ups. They want me to help them with their mindset. 
I helped one gentleman lose weight. I met Tony Robbins and, uh, and he coached me at the very first event I went to. A gentleman came up to me right after the coaching and said, I want you to help me lose weight. I said, well, bad news. Tony just told me to put my rates up. So you're going to pay the new rate. He says, I don't care what I pay. I want your help. I helped him lose weight over three or four months. And he was a dentist. And he said to me, Dave, can you help me grow my business? You know everything about business. And I said, oh, I don't know if I can help you grow a business. I helped you lose weight. He goes, it's the same principles. Just try it. I said, okay, I want to work with you for at least a year. It's going to take me longer to help you grow your business. He said, agreed. I'll pay you whatever you want. Let's do a year. Six months into that year, his business had almost doubled. And I said to myself, I think I'm in the wrong business. I think I should be helping entrepreneurs, not people lose weight. And so I reformed everything in my business. That was six and a half years ago. And I went into business coaching exclusively. And from that moment on, I realized my passion was not in growing my own business anymore. My passion was in growing other people's businesses and watching them prosper and succeed. And that shaped everything about my business. That, that is incredible, incredibly powerful. You know, you've heard that expression, heard this expression for decades, uh, work smarter, not harder. Yeah. You incorporate that though in your, in your coaching. Tell us about yeah. that. Yeah. Everything we do is about, like I say this, entrepreneurs are complicated. I help you simplify everything. I believe when we simplify everything, right? Every problem in a business is a problem with the business owner. At the end of the day, you can trace it back to the founder, the business owner, the entrepreneur. If I can simplify everything through systems, through strategy, and through mindset, your business can grow immensely powerfully without the stress, without the fear, without the worry. Most entrepreneurs end up having a job in their own business because of you know the three ghosts that we carry, uh, fear, worry, and doubt. They fear, they worry, they doubt all day long. When you build the right confidence, you don't. How do you get confidence? Simplify everything so we're not on this horrible journey to success, we're on this really fun, sustainable journey to success. And it's really the small changes. The same thing I learned in how to lose weight and be successful, the small, simple shifts are the ones that are the most powerful and last. Success is built on a million tiny shifts, not on one big overnight you know, shift that you make. And so for me and my clients and my academy, what we do is we work on simple things. What's one small thing we can change? And if we change enough little small things, we end up with a massive result. That's where I focus. T tell me, you know, I find in our business that people who own a business think they're entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. yeah. but very few of them truly are. Yeah. Uh, do you think entrepreneurs uh, are made? Or are they born? And, you know, how do you, de how do, you deal with that, that uh, paradigm? I think become an entrepreneur, but it's a simple shift of understanding that entrepreneurship is not the same as any job you've ever had, right? It is a completely different, I, I like to tell people, look, entrepreneurs are the same today as gladiators were back in the Roman times. Gladiators were these crazy guys who would get in the arena, battle for their life, put everything on the line, get bloody and beaten up, go take a minute, break, come back into the arena and do it again. They did this for sport. They did this for fun. And entrepreneurs have to realize this is not a job. This is this is a passion. This is what you should be doing for growth, for unlimited potential. You have to know as an entrepreneur, number one, you got to set the right boundary, right? You don't set boundaries. Your business becomes your life. Your life becomes your business. You have to find that boundary. And number two, you have to approach everything differently. And people say, you know, there's business and there's personal. When you're an entrepreneur, your business is personal at the end of the day. This is not a job. You, there's no, you know, I was joking with my wife the other day. You know, entrepreneurs don't get sick days. I had a, I had a bit of a cold and I was going through it. And, I, and she says, are you going to cancel your calls today? Entrepreneurs don't get sick days. I might go light and I'll let my clients know, hey, I'm going to have 
a tea and a lozenger and a few things going today. But I guarantee my mind still works when I have a cold. I'm going to be able to help you today. And so we don't we don't get sick days. We don't get to you know take two weeks vacation, let the boss know, and someone else is going to pick up all the work for us. At the beginning of building your business, you got to be all in on it. The goal is to build your business where it runs when you're not there. And the ultimate goal is to b- grow your business to where it grows when you're not there. If you can get to that point, that's where I'm trying to get my clients to, to the point where they can step away and their business can still run. That's the next level of scale to me. And then the next level from that is where an entrepreneur can walk away from the business for a week, for a month and go on vacation or whatever. And their business won't even only run. It will actually grow while they're away. That's the ultimate for an entrepreneur. So there's three phases. The first phase is hustle and work your ass off. The second phase is, you know, take it a little bit easier and your business can still run. You don't have to be there every single day doing everything. The third phase is your business will run and grow without you, but you still want to be there when you can. That's uh, that's you know that you also extend badass doesn't just mean in your business. Right. Badass means you, where the way you show up everywhere in every part of your life. Yeah, I believe there are four fundamental areas of an entrepreneur's life. Business, of course, that's number one. But really, the, the structure that holds up your business and your ability to be an entrepreneur is your health, physical and mental, your wealth. How's your financial situation? I'm not talking about having millions in the bank. Are you financially confident? And number three, your your uh, relationships. Relationships in life, whether it be a partner, a spouse, family, friends, whatever it is, your relationships in life are what build character. And you're going to need that. You're going to need a place to go and have conversations. You're going to need a place to go and let loose. You're going to need a place to go to feel fulfillment and connection. I think that's important. So health, wealth, and relationships, that you tell me any entrepreneur that's struggling, and I can look at those three factors of their life and tell you exactly what's wrong and what needs to be fixed. And it's likely not a business strategy. It's a personal strategy. It's so interesting how people try to compartmentalize it. But it's, what's the expression? Where you show up somewhere is where you show up everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mean, meaning yeah. mean that's it's either who you are or who, you, who, you're, who you're not. Yeah. Did you ever coach with somebody who realized that owning a business was not the right thing for them? Absolutely. Yeah, some of the some of the hardest coaching I've I've done is when you get to a point when an entrepreneur and I look at it like a pressure valve. Like if a pressure valve has so much room on it and it keeps going up and up and up, and the pressure either can be financially, it can be schedule, it can be relationships, something in their life is creating more pressure. There's a point when the pressure valve gets too high, and we have to have a very honest and direct conversation where I ask them, look, I'm gonna lay out the next six months of your life as an entrepreneur, what it's really gonna take to grow. And it's almost like scared straight. I'm going to tell them everything they need to know that's going to happen. And if they're still in for it, we go. If they're not, they're better to find out at that point. And then let's strategize. How do we pivot? How do we adjust? I've had several clients who have decided their business that they're in wasn't for them anymore. So my coaching switched to, okay, let's exit the business. Let's sell the business. Let's move into career how do we transition your skill set from the job from your business into a career, get you a job? What do we do differently? And I can bring in resources to help them with all of that. So I've successfully worked with all my clients for their entire term. The difference being some of my clients made a pivot and adjustment and my coaching won't end there. I can help them through whatever that means. I don't just tell them, oh, you're not cut out for business. See you later. It's I want my my goal is still success for you. How do we get there? I I think that you know to me it's it's a mind you use the word at the beginning of the podcast is it's about a mindset meaning being owning a business is not mutually exclusive to being an entrepreneur an entrepreneur is how you think yeah. and how and how you you know you you can still work for somebody else and not think hey 
I get a sick day or I've got it. I do whatever it takes. I mean, there's a lot of things in terms of, of that. I think that's that, uh, that, that, that can do that. You also help people strike a balance between personal and business, Yeah, but they still got to maintain their discipline and their focus and, yeah. and the things they need to be successful. Why don't you elaborate a little bit on that? Sure. So I talked about it before. One of my cores is follow up and follow through. And so you, you do what you say you're going to do. That's what makes you a badass. I create badass business owners. But being a badass is also understanding that we need balance, right? There's the art of fulfillment and the science of achievement. Achievement is easy. It's a science. It's step by step. What do we have to do to grow your business? That's the easiest part of my coaching. The part where I really have to dive in is where I pull an entrepreneur away. And this is the funniest question to ask any entrepreneur. What are your hobbies? Entrepreneurs go blank. I have no idea what to say. I thought my business is my hobby. I mean, when I'm not, when I'm not needed at home, when my kids don't need me, when my spouse doesn't need me, when I, I'm, I'm working, I'm thinking about my business. I'm working on my business. That's all I do. And you have to understand the science, the, 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 the worst life you can have is full of achievement and no fulfillment. I've met people who are making 40, $50 million a year and they're depressed. And then I meet people who are making a hundred grand a year, the happiest person I ever met. It has nothing to do with your income. It has to do with your balance between achievement and fulfillment. And some people throw that balance off, they eschew it, and they become great at achievement. Some of the people who have left this earth way too early, some of the most successful people that you see out there were full of achievement, had very little fulfillment. It creates depression. It creates disease. It creates all of these negative things. They've actually, through science, seen how cells change through too much achievement, through too much hustle how your cells will change, how disease will grow in your body because fulfillment releases happy endorphins. When you're fulfilled, when you have a hobby, when you have something that makes you happy, it releases these happy endorphins and it actually is a fuel entrepreneurs need. And so we find this balanced approach for entrepreneurs where we say, look, it's like driving. If you just keep driving your car, you don't stop and fill it up once in a while, eventually your car is going to say, hey, no more go. Side of the road, you're stuck. That's what happens to entrepreneurs. I have to teach them how to pull over and get gas, even if they only have half a tank. If it's the most convenient gas station, let's just top it up because it's right on the side of the highway. Don't wait until you need it. Have you noticed that life is getting more and more expensive? From grocery prices to real estate values, everywhere you turn, prices seem to be skyrocketing. Well, Mark has dedicated decades of his career and life to serving entrepreneurs and professionals to build real wealth. And in most cases, multi-generational wealth. The reality is, we all have to navigate turbulent times in this economy. But the difference will be for those that have a roadmap and a customized plan for building wealth. That's why, as a listener to this podcast, we are so excited to share with you first access to Mark's newest book, The Ultimate Investment, a roadmap to grow your business and build multi-generational wealth. When you access this book, you'll discover how to know when you're working a job instead of a business. That hard work isn't all about hours put in. This will make you more productive. Why you need to live with your back against a wall. How to surround yourself with the right people who support your vision. And so much more. Go to www.markbmurphy.com forward slash book to get access now. Once again, go to www.markbmurphy.com forward slash book. And now, back to the show. And Can you give us a specific example? Because I'm sure when you're talking, a lot of entrepreneurs are listening to that and they're going, 
And they, they were froze with that question. What's my hobby? Well, you yeah. know, I like my wife or my husband, my kids. And, you know, I like to go to the gym and, you know, I like to, you know, follow my sports team or something. Yeah. Give us a real life example or so about somebody that how you help them discover fulfillment. We have our uh, adventure plan and our adventure plan is simply this. I say to an entrepreneur, look, I get it. You're not sure what your hobby is. We're going to take the next six months or a year and just explore. And here's how we do it. Because my entrepreneurs get into this mode where they love systems. They love something that they can just organize and, and work because that's how I work. And so they look at it and I say, look, here's what we're going to do. One day a month, I want you to spend doing something fun, doing something adventurous, doing something playful. I don't care what it is. Whatever you want, just find something. It doesn't have to be your hobby. We're just going to try different things. You want to go shoot paintball with your kids? Go do that. You want to go you know, snowshoeing? Go do that. You want to go skiing? Go do that. One day a month, do something like that. One weekend a quarter, spend a weekend doing something fun. And one week a year, spend it doing fun. And throughout this year, I promise you, you'll understand what fulfillment means. Instead of telling them, oh, go do this activity, go do that activity, I give them space right? Here's the problem. If you just tell your clients what to do, they have two choices. Do they agree with you or they disagree with you? If you ask them questions and give them space, your clients will actually uncover what they really want to know because they knew it all along. And so I give them the space to do it. And I say, look, here's your adventure plan. One day per month, do something fun, minimum for an entrepreneur. One weekend per quarter, do something fun away from your business, minimum. And one week per year, seven days is a week, one week per year, go do something fun. Don't go take a family trip. You go do something fun. And so I had an entrepreneur, one of my clients who it had been three or four years since they really did anything alone for themselves and they needed that. And sometimes they just need to get away. And it had been about three years. And he said, I said, what, what would be your dream for a week? They said, oh, there's this, um, there's this motorcycle trip through Baja. I fly down to California. We ride motorcycles all the way down. Uh, the Baja Peninsula. We spend three days in Baja and then I fly home. He says, but you know, I don't, I don't think I have the time for that and this. And I said, look, we got to find the time for it. This guy was making, you know, about a million bucks a year, struggling to figure out what to do next. He went and took this trip, came back, completely different person. The insight, the inspiration, the renewal that he had when he came back, it was like coaching someone completely different. And he said to me, I'm in, I got to do that once a year. I got to do something like that once a year. I got to escape. Now he's following the adventure plan. One day every month, he goes and does something crazy. He goes skiing up in Whistler or goes does something fun. One quarter, every quarter, he spends a weekend doing something fun. Sometimes with his family, sometimes on his own. And then once a year, he plans this trip, a trip where he can really just fulfill himself. As someone who lives in Canada, but also does some coaching in the U.S. as well yeah. as Canada, what's the difference between... Canadian entrepreneur and a, and a United States entrepreneur. Is there any besides the accent? Not really. It's funny because, uh, you know, the vast majority of my business is in the U S I would say about 90% of my clients are, are in the U S uh, the rest are Canada and abroad. And I've worked with clients in Australia in India in Europe in the U S and Canada. And I can tell you it was the same thing. This is, this is how I know what I know. And I can work in any entrepreneur's business. doesn't matter what you do. I can work with you. Because every entrepreneurial mindset has the same challenges and every human goes through the same things. And so when I look at that, I say, look, it's really easy to figure out entrepreneurial issues. Now, when you're talking about taxes and finances and all these things, this is where I'll pair you up with an expert. Find someone locally who can deal with those schematics because those are different. But running your business, growing your business, the systems, the mindset, 
it's the same across everywhere in the world. It doesn't matter, right? We all want growth. We all want happiness. And happiness and success are just these interchangeable words that anyone can use. But what anyone who says they really want success, what they're really saying is they just want to be happy. And so, you know, you ask any entrepreneur, if you cut your revenue in half, but you're the happiest you've ever been, would you do it? Most of them say yes, right? Because it's not about just the money. They want everything. And that's why the science of achievement, the balance of fulfillment, all of that's important. But I can tell you the same is true. Every client across the world, there's a set of maybe a dozen problems that an entrepreneur has, and that's it. And they're everywhere. They're not, they're not exclusive to the, where they live or where they grew up or what kind of business they're in. We all have the same setback. We all have the same holdbacks. We all have the same opportunity for success. doesn't make a difference where you are. I think that makes, I think that's uh, we're truly a global community. Would that also extend to some of the other places you coach? You, know, you mentioned, you know, four or five or three or four or five other yeah. countries, all, yeah. all the same. It's all the, they all have the same needs and the same desires and the same. Yeah. They're all, they're all riddled with fear, doubt, and worry. Every one across the world in their own language, fear, doubt, and worry. Is there people that are sort of, let's call it on the edge, they, they're not on the edge of, of making a decision in their life. What would you advise them to do? They've got chimp challenges ahead of them. They know they're, they know they've got to do something, but they're somewhat paralyzed. What do you tell them to do? Get a coach. And it doesn't have to be someone you pay. Just get someone who's not biased, someone who, who has a trained ear to listen to you and can pull your strategy out. I don't know one answer for my clients. I tell them this before they hire me. I don't know what to do to grow your business. I have no clue. But you do. What I know how to do is uncover it in you. I know what questions to ask. I know what to listen for. I know what to look for. I know how to cut through your BS to find out what you really need. So whenever my clients come to me and they have this big decision, in fact, the bigger they think the decision is, the more paralyzed they feel, right? The bigger the cliff, the less likely you are to jump off of it. And so they're paralyzed by it. So I just asked him some simple questions, right? What would you do? What would your decision be if money were no issue? That's number one. If money were no issue in your life, what would you decide to do? Usually that one cuts through a lot of the BS and gets them an answer. So, okay, then you go back and go, why is money an issue? Does this decision help money not be an issue? So you go down that road. The second one is if, if you were in a cartoon and guaranteed not to get hurt, what would you do? Right. We all know we watch those Saturday morning cartoons and the coyote can jump off a cliff, get hit by a piano, run over by a truck. And he's back next week doing shenanigans again. You're a cartoon. What decision would you make? It would be very different. Why? Those questions do the same thing. They, they remove when you say paralyzed, all paralyzed means is either fear has taken over, doubt has taken over or worry has taken over. And those three things stop you from making a decision. If I can eliminate one of those three or better yet, two or three of those the decision becomes really clear. You can't do it yourself. You know, there's this big talk out there about self-coaching. Let's learn how to self-coach. Self-coaching is like going to a gym. You can do so much. You can go to the gym yourself and work out. But when you hire a trainer, they will always push you harder. They will always get you further. They will always get you better results. Doesn't mean you can't get results yourself. Every one of my clients can do what they're doing without me. They don't need me. They want me because I can get them there faster. Well, I believe that every entrepreneur, everybody on the planet should have an unlimited appetite for investment yeah. as long as they can get a four or five to one return on their money or more. Right. And that's why I've always, I've always, you know, anybody who thinks coaching is an expense, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, is a, uh, is, is, is foolish or, or not prepared to, to prepare to do the work. Yeah. Um, I also think, that, you know, we also have another expression too, is that if you have enough money to solve the problem, you don't have a problem. 
going forward. But you know, one of the things that I found early in my career was I would go in and I would help people change their mindset. I would help them grow their business, double it, triple it, sometimes, sometimes more. What if they didn't have good values around money? You didn't double or triple their problems. You like took them to 10x because they just had more money to make bad decisions with. How do you help people with that? Well, as my entrepreneurs grow, as clients grow, you know, the first thing we do is figure out number one, don't change anything in your life. Grow, just grow. You don't need a bigger house. You don't need a nicer car. Let's grow. Once we grow, we, we learn something called the capacity to have. And this is what most entrepreneurs are missing the capacity to have money, the will to have money and let it sit there and invest, let it sit there and grow, move it around. And some entrepreneurs make the biggest mistake of leaving money in their operating account. Don't leave money in your operating account. Why? When you have money in your operating account, when you walk around, I remember meeting a guy at one of the events I went to and the, the, there was someone asking questions, how much is in your business account? And this guy, he stood up and he said, $600,000. The question was, why do you have $600,000 in your business account? What's your monthly expenses? He said about 25 grand. Why the heck do you have $600,000 in your business account? Put that money somewhere. Number one, get it out of sight because you want to keep growing. You don't want to get comfortable that you got money in there. Number two, that money's doing nothing for you there. You got to move it around. What most entrepreneurs are missing is the capacity to have. How do you have money and not spend money? Because people disconnect. They, they think that the reward center is the more I make, the more I have to spend. So I keep making more. Man, the only way I'm driven to make $10 million a year is if I drive a Bentley. No, not true, right? Now you can go buy Bentley one day, but let's do it from the right place. Not from, I have money, so I better spend it. Because most entrepreneurs start spending money when they make it because they don't think they'll keep making it. Oh, I made this money, I better go spend it. Oh, I made this money, I better go spend it. If you know you're just gonna keep making money, the capacity to have goes away. There's two types of entrepreneurs as they start growing. The first one is the ones who wanna look rich. You can find them easily. Just look at them, right? They're carrying the you know expensive handbags or driving the Mercedes or driving all this. Then you look at the entrepreneur who is rich. Not a Gucci belt in sight when you look at them, right? The capacity to have money. Have it, invest it. Put your money to work. Put it into real estate, put it in stocks, put it somewhere. Get someone who knows what they're doing and put your money to work out there in the world. And you will build what every entrepreneur truly wants, I believe, is not wealth, it's multi-generational wealth. That comes from investment. You'll never become wealthy by working. You'll only become wealthy through investment, right? They, they look at it funny. They say the CEO of Coke makes $50 million. Warren Buffett invests in Coke, so he makes 500 a year. 500 million, the CEO makes 50 million. Money is not made through working. Money is made through investing. Working is what gives you the seed to become wealthy. Working does not make you wealthy. Well, those are the two rules of wealth. The one is your money has to work when you're not, yeah. uh, when you're sleeping, and your business has to provide uh, revenue and profitability when you're not there. Yeah. Those are the two. Those are the two rules of uh, the two golden rules about creating multi generational wealth. Yeah. Going forward, you know the last question I would just have for you. First of all, I want to thank you for taking time. I think this has been great. Oh yeah, I love it. Uh, I mean, you are, uh, you know, you are a rock star. We were I was kidding you before you came back. It, you know, uh, you want to just also tell a little bit about. Uh, Tell our uh, our viewers, especially people watching, you look like uh, we look like we're in a nightclub. Talk to me about that. It's a very cool uh, background you have right now. T tell us tell us how you how you came up with the idea of, of uh, bringing people into a nightclub. Yeah, so my my vision for my business, you know, I was on a retreat and I was I was thinking about my business and and this vision came to me of this nightclub. 
you know, and it was a nightclub for entrepreneurs only. And that's what the next level Academy, that's what my whole business is. It's based on entrepreneurs only. So this nightclub called entrepreneurs only, there's all these people outside and they all have IDs saying, Hey, I'm an entrepreneur. I want to get in. I want to get in. And you look at them and you go, no, you're not getting in. And they have no idea why they're not getting in. They're not smart enough. They're not good enough. They don't make enough money. No, you don't. You are a business owner. You're not an entrepreneur. To get inside that club, there's a big neon sign that says entrepreneurs only or next level academy there. To get in that club, once you're in, all the answers are there. Everything you would ever need is there. But you got to be a real entrepreneur, not just a business owner. You have to have the right mindset. You have to be willing to invest in yourself. You have to know the number one investment is you. Why? Because you can control the ROI. No other investment can you control ROI besides the one you make in yourself. That's what makes them. So this whole vision of the nightclub, the red velvet rope, and the neon sign above, I said, look, when I make my first $100,000 in my business, this is at the very beginning of my business. When I make my first 100000 here's what I'm going to do to celebrate. I want a custom neon sign made. And then as we started to grow, we started to play with the neon signs. And so you see the uh, fire rocket ship of the 100 back there. That is health, wealth, and relationships. Those are those represent the three things you need in life. The fire, the rocket, the 100. That's the entrepreneurial mindset right there. Those three emojis are so important to me. And then the next level academy is, is what I do. It's what we do. The fire's in the middle there. And so these neon signs, I have them on every time I'm in my office, every call I'm on, because it's a constant reminder to me of that club that everybody wants in. And I'm responsible for making sure the right people are in it. And when they're in it, making sure they have the best experience, the best time of their life. Well, I have to tell you, but you've inspired me. I think you've inspired a lot of other people. And uh, Dave, all I can tell you is I'm just uh, glad we uh, you, you, we came into each other's lives because it's, uh, you know, you're an inspiration. Well, so, thanks, Mark. You know, it, it all started by reading The Ultimate Investment. <laughs> it was a fantastic book and and I absolutely loved it. And, it. and it grew from there. You know, I decided to reach out and then we found, geez, we have a lot in common. And, uh, and it's been a, a joy getting to know you and working with you and and this, uh, being able to have access to more and people. My goal in my life is just to have impact. It's not to make money. It's not to that. It's to have impact. And how do you have impact? You add more value than anyone else in the world. And that's what I'm trying to do. So I thank you for giving me the opportunity to impact new people and more people uh, through this podcast. Well, I'm sure we're, I'm sure we're going to do that together. I think the the collaboration we can do together can uh, can create a lot of abundance in this world. So I'm I'm uh, thank you. I'm looking forward to doing that. And thank you for your time today. Thanks, Mark. I hope you enjoyed the episode today on the Hero of the Hour podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe on whichever platform you are listening to this on. If this episode made you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot and share the podcast episode with them. You can catch the show notes for this episode and more at www.markbmurphy.com forward slash podcast. Be sure to check out the other great books and resources on the website while you're there. Once again, it's www.markbmurphy.com forward slash podcast. All links can be found in the description below. We look forward to serving you on the next episode. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by PAS or Guardian and opinions stated are their own. Registered Representative and Financial Advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PAS. OSJ, 200 Broad Hollow Road, Suite 405, Melville, New York, 11747, 631-589-5400. Securities products and advisory services offered through PAS, member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. PAS is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian.
Northeast Private Client Group is not an affiliate or subsidiary of PAS or Guardian. California Insurance License Number 0B36048. Arkansas Insurance License Number 741545. Expiration and submission numbers located in the show notes.